And before today's episode, I have to say incredible, incredible news for women all over the world because girls are making a huge difference for the first time in history. What am I talking about? Today, August 29th, Taylor Swift became the first female artist in Spotify history to reach 100 million monthly listeners. Congratulations, Taylor Swift. I mean, seriously, what a freaking class act. I went to her concert. She's an incredible artist, incredible human being, so generous to everyone involved, so generous to her fans. Even if you don't love her songs, it's unbelievable. Now, look at the movies. Barbie, everybody made fun of it. Margot Robbie, I actually posted a video on my threads. You guys can go there and see it. Many, many years ago, was giving an interview with Brad Pitt for some uh, media outlet. And he made a joke. He looked at her and said, oh, you're Barbie. And she was like, I'm no Barbie. She is proof that people evolve. People change their minds. Now Barbie is the largest grossing movie for Warner, Warner Brothers Studios ever with well over $1 billion in worldwide box office revenue. Margot alone pocketed over 50 million bucks from the movie. And you know what? She deserves every penny. What a fantastic whirlwind marketing campaign she did. I love the director, Greta. I mean, congratulations. You girls are killing it. And nothing makes me happier because everything I do, my entire work is about women empowerment, women going after their dreams, women making money. Don't depend on your husband. Don't depend on any dude. Don't sell yourself short. Go out there. Follow your dreams. These ladies are proof that dreams come true. Probably neither one of us is going to reach this magnitude of success and money, but that's not the point. The point is these girls should serve as inspiration to really shoot for the stars. So congratulations and girls all over the world, listen to me. Go for it, whatever it is that you've been wanting to do. A podcast, singing, acting, starting a business, starting a new career, going back to school, dumping your shitty boyfriend and finding the relationship of your dreams, losing weight, whatever it is. Get out, pull yourself by the bootstraps and go do it. I know you can. Okay, Cat Kingdom. So summer is winding down here in the United States. Labor Day is coming, long weekend, and then we're going to be gearing up for fall season. I cannot believe it. This summer went by so fast and it was so incredible. I hope you guys had the most amazing summer. So I was talking to my assistants and we decided to do an episode with your top questions that you have been sending me and that I have never answered before. A lot of them are very personal, very intimate, But in honor of doing a podcast that is so organic, so real, and so raw, I was like, okay, let's just go for it and answer everything and talk about it. So here we go, your top, top questions that you have been sending me the past few months. And by the way, they're from all over the world, so that's super cool. But before I fire away the questions, this is a fair warning for those of you who are new to Cat on the Loose and our fast-growing worldwide Cat Kingdom. 
you are entering a 100% organic zone. This podcast is never edited. It's never scripted. If you don't like dogs, this podcast is probably not for you because Phoenix is with me 99% of the time. If you don't like noises from the real world, if you want a perfectly impeccable edited podcast, this is probably not for you because most of the time we record in real places where we talk to our friends, our guests, bars, hotels, their homes, etc., etc., etc. So it's not always a perfect a studio podcast. It varies a lot. However, if you do love complete, honest, real, raw conversations, this podcast might be perfect for you. And if you do, welcome to our fast-growing community. You are entering a real-life podcast. Okay, so here we go. Let's start with the light ones and then we'll go spice it up, spice it up, spice it up and set them on fire because you guys do send a lot of sex questions and I have no problem answering them. Nothing to hide here. But a lot of you ask me, how and why did Cat on the Loose get started? And I know we have 160 episodes. I know a lot of you have been following the work lately, but the podcast actually started three years ago, just when COVID hit in 2020. And this is why it started. Um, I was doing a radio show on the largest Brazilian radio station in the United States called Radio Florida Brazil in, in Miami, Florida. I was living down there because... When Anthony, my husband, passed away, we were down there. But anyhow, I had been thinking about moving back to, to L.A. where I grew up. But I was down in Florida. I was recovering from his death. I was recovering from my mom's death one year before his death. My life was absolutely upside down. Once he died, I faced severe, severe financial hardships. That's a whole other story. And I was doing all kinds of work. I started doing social media management, marketing, branding for a bunch of clients. And when Radio Florida Brazil invited me to have my own radio shows, like, yes, that's amazing. I'm a communicator. This is what I love to do. Let's go. And then COVID hit, right? And a lot of us was like, what the fuck are we going to do next? My biggest client stopped paying me. The story is way down there in the first season. Dr. McDreamy turned um, uh, a nightmare. And it's a very interesting story because now, fast forward three years later, I, I was watching an episode of Real Housewives of Miami and Dr. McDreamy was there. I'll tell you guys a little bit about it later. But anyhow, um, so my biggest client stops paying me. And the radio station shuts down and I don't have my radio show and I'm home alone. I had just adopted Phoenix. I have this tiny, tiny uh, two weeks old puppy and I'm sitting in this tiny, tiny apartment that I was able to pay for in South Beach. And I'm like, oh my God, what the hell am I going to do with my life? And I know that tears don't fix problems. Desperation doesn't fix problems. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to vent the best thing I can do right now. So I opened my computer and i am horrible horrible when it comes to technology by the way guys and i find out about spotify for podcasters and i'm like okay this looks crazy user friendly i'm gonna give this a go so i press record on my computer i realized i didn't need to buy all this fancy podcasting equipment because i really could not afford anything at all at the time and i'm like okay i'm just gonna go for it and i'm gonna vent so the first episodes of Cat on the Loose were really me venting about being married for 14 years, 
to a very successful man. Anthony was a multimillionaire. He was brilliant. He was self-made. He was so intelligent. But at the same time, he was an alcoholic. And the more money he made, the more he drank. And he became verbally abusive, extremely abusive as the years went by, and sometimes physically abusive. And it took me 14 years of growing up, um, becoming a mature person and growing forces to get out of that relationship. So once I did, and he ended up dying, very sad story, but it's a harder story. <coughs> Sorry, guys. I found myself starting my life over and went back into the dating game. Of course, I was like, okay, I'm young, I'm beautiful. I have very strong sexual energy. I want to find the right partner for me. And I realized Oh my God, dating is such a shit show out there. What the hell happened? In the past, you would go to bars or you would meet nice guys through friends, events. Now all these dating apps, what the hell is going on? People are lying. They're telling all kinds of stories because they just want to get in your pants. I realized it was total chaos. And I was in a very fragile state of mind after Anthony died. Think about losing your mom, a year later losing your husband and best friend, and losing all your assets, everything you, you, you spent 15 years building, everything that you ever worked for, and literally having to start life from scratch. I was in such a fragile state of mind. Now looking back, I realized I kept attracting other men that were abusing me in many different ways, but I kept attracting horrible, horrible men into my life. So I'm sitting there and I started venting about the stories. I told one after the other. And as I was posting on my social media, I started organically getting messages from mostly women, but guys as well, from people all over the world. Oh my God, Kat, I've been through the same. Oh my God, I was dating this dude and he did that to me and he also cheated on me. No, 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 no. How do you get out of an abusive marriage? And I'm like, okay, maybe I hit a nerve and I'm going to run with it. So as Cat on the Loose grew, slowly, 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 because it is an uphill battle, getting a project off the ground with zero, zero money, zero marketing money. I swear to God, I spent zero on Cat on the Loose the first few years. Um, but more and more people were following and more and more people were talking about it. So I'm like, okay, maybe I should interview experts. Maybe I should try to interview celebrities because they have a voice. And that's how the project grew. And now I am so proud to say that three years into it, a little more than three years into it, we are on the top 0.5% most downloaded, most listened podcast in the world on global ranking. And I have an audience all over the world. And it makes me so happy if we are talking about it, if we are opening up these channels of conversation, especially sex, because it blows my mind that this day and age, women get so judged just by talking about it when it's something such an important, healthy part of an adult life. So if I feel I can do my tiny job in the world normalizing these conversations it makes me so happy and we keep going so i want to thank each one of you that that listens that shares with your friends all 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 those for those of you guys that take the time and rate me five stars even those of you who don't and make a comment like something that i should improve on i am so so grateful for it and you know what if you have episode ideas if you have a story that you want to share 
please, please send it over. You guys know all my contact information. Everything is public. Instagram is Kat Zamuto or Cat on the Loose. Uh, my business WhatsApp 305-332-0338 and the email contact at catontheloose.com. Please share because this is an open platform for all of us. And by the way, if there is anything that you want to share and you don't want people to know who you are, you totally can re remain anonymous, which is, of course, something that a lot of people want to do. Question number two that so many people talk about and, and ask me, have you ever had your heart broken? And the answer is, oh my goodness, yes, 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 of course. My journey in the dating world after uh, Anthony's passing in 2018 has been very rocky, to say the least. And it has been an incredible journey of becoming more mature when it comes to dating and relationships and in terms of knowing myself and knowing my worth and knowing what I want and knowing what I deserve. But pretty much the few guys that I really dated, because I've been in very few relationships in the past few years, they all turned out like a complete disaster. I'm still single. I'm still looking for my prince. I believe in love and I think we should never, ever, ever give up on trying to find that love, no matter how hurt you get. Uh, but yes, uh, if you go back to season one, the very first episodes of Canon the Lose, like I was telling you guys, the McDreamy doctor, um, Ming Hoko, who was the one of the craziest, the worst dating stories that I ever heard in my life because I was dating this guy for almost two years and I, I wrote two horrible episodes about it. Now I laugh about it, but at the time I was crying my balls out. He cheated on me on Valentine's Day. He basically was spending the entire Valentine's Day with his ex-girlfriend while I was waiting for him in bed. And then he came back to bed late at night and had sex with me right after he had sex with her for many hours on Valentine's Day. And listen to this. This is not the end of the story. I, I left his place crying and in shock that, that a human being could be so low and so disgusting and so disrespectful. But I forgave him and I continued dating him for a very long time, for another year, to find out he was cheating on me on my birthday. So you guys can go back to season one and you're going to listen to Minhoko, the longest relationship after my marriage and Valentine's Day from hell. And then how he cheated on me. Happy birthday to me, how he cheated on me on my birthday. And I mean, after that, I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. I cannot believe, you know, I'm going through this. I'm such a nice person. I'm so loyal, la, 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 la. But believe me, time heals all wounds. And to follow up the question, the other question that you guys send me a lot is how do you mend a broken heart? And this is just my personal opinion. I know a lot of us, when we go through such nasty heartbreak, we close our hearts, right? We're like, oh my God, I never want to be cheated on again. I'm never going to trust anybody again. I never want to go through this kind of pain again. How can he do this to me? How can she do this to me? This is just so fucking awful. And I'm actually the opposite. <laughs> I have this theory that you need to jump back into the love game as soon as you, you possibly can. Yes, of course, cry, you know, 
take the time off, heal, you know, focus on other things. But as soon as you can, you need to open your heart up again to love and possibilities because I really believe the biggest healer for a broken heart is a new love, is giving the right person the chance to find you. And if you are home and if you're bitter and if you hate everybody, I have girlfriends that because they've been cheated on, because they've been betrayed, because they had horrible breakups, they turn that anger towards all men. They start saying, oh, men are pigs. Oh, men are ass. So if you manifest all that shit, yeah, sure. That's what's gonna, what you're going to get back. So I think putting out that energy into the world is horrible because not all men are the same. Not all women are the same. Just because one person treated you like shit or didn't appreciate you really, really, really doesn't mean all the other ones are going to do the same. And I think the right one is out there trying to find you for sure. The right one will respect you. The right one will protect your heart. So to me, the answer, how do you um, mend a broken heart? That's the answer. Heal, cry, do whatever the hell you have to do. Take a break. The famous man diet, girl diet, which is taking a, a big, nice break from dating and focusing on yourself. I do that all the time. But once you feel healed, you're like, you know what? Open up your heart to love because I know somebody that appreciates you because even before they love you, right? To meet someone, they don't love you right away. But somebody that respects you and appreciates you will not disrespect you and hurt you and break your heart. So by all means, please, please, if you're out there with a little broken heart now, I know probably better than most people, it is so insanely painful but keep going. Don't let the assholes win this game. The right prince, the right princess, the right person for you will find you and they will cherish you. Okay, let's put a sex question here in the middle to spice things up. And I get that question all the time. I don't know why, why I never answered it before. What is my favorite thing to do in bed? So I'm not very kinky. I'm not very crazy in bed. I mean, I will do pretty much anything that my partner would ask me to do because my biggest turn on is to do what my man wants. So whatever it is that my man would say, very likely I would be game for it because it would come from him. And that, that really, really turns me on. But my favorite thing to do in bed, I have two. And I swear to God, it's 100% it's true. Um, blowjobs, I cannot believe it's called a job because to me, it's the, one of the biggest pleasures of my life is giving my guy an incredible blowjob. I love it, love it, love it. I almost come doing it. It turns me on so much. I get soaking wet. I don't know. It's just the, I can spend hours and hours down there as many times as my guy wants. It's one of the biggest pleasures of my life, I swear to God, is giving my guy an incredible blowjob. And it's funny because when I talk to my girlfriends, to other women about it, most women don't like it. Most women are like, ew, I'm going to go down. And I, I, I find it hard to explain because to me, when I see my guy there laying in bed, whether he's hard or not, because if he's not hard, there's nothing more delicious than feeling your, your guy getting hard in your mouth. But if he is hard, I mean, come on, if you, because I only have sex with my man, the man that I'm really into, I don't do casual sex. So I'm talking about like, to me, 
there is nothing that turns me on more than seeing my guy hard and me like just diving in there. It's like I'm turning on just talking about it now. To me, it's just bliss. I truly believe one of the most important things we learn as we're getting older is how important it is to put ourselves first and really invest time in taking care of our bodies, mind, soul, and of course, our health, which is our most precious asset. So women everywhere, this message is for you because my brand new sponsor, Winona, W-I-N-O-N-A, is here to help all of us out there who are dealing with menopause and perimenopause. Winona is a collection of OBGYN health professionals who believe that your symptoms are important, real, and deserve to be taken seriously. Winona is the home for physician-prescribed bioidentical hormone replacement therapy with an easy-to-use network of doctors based out of your state who can make getting started with hormonal replacement therapy a breeze. Winona's bioidentical hormone replacement therapy is made from plant-based hormones rather than synthetic, which is something so important to me and I know to so many of you out there. So it aligns with your body's natural rhythm to offer relief from hot flashes, weight gain, and other uncomfortable symptoms that so many of us have felt before. 80% of women who use Winona find relief within just 90 days. How great is that? Visit buywinona.com today to start your free visit. With free U.S. shipping and the ability to pause or cancel anytime, your path to wellness has zero obligations. Make sure you use code CAT, K-A-T, at buywinona.com for 25% off your first order. Winona, menopause and perimenopause care made easy. We love that. And the second thing that I absolutely love, 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 love in bed. And my guy is always surprised. Every guy that I ever dated, they're like, really? That's all you want? Really? Because you know how guys try to give you oral sex and go down on you? That's fine. But what turns me on the most is when the guys, my guy's kissing me a lot on my lips and his hands are on my pussy. Because I'm a huge sucker for men's hands. That's the first thing I look at in a guy. I like masculine, strong hands. So when my guy's touching me down there, fingering me, touching my my clitoris, just going all over. I love coming all over his hands. And if he's kissing me at the same time, I'm telling you, I come crazy, crazy, crazy fast like someone that never had sex before. Um, And I've had this conversation with my partners in the past it's not that I don't like coral sex, but in general, I don't feel that turned on by it. I've had very rare instances in my life that oral sex really turned me on a lot. And I have, so I have good memories when that happens because to me, it's very rare because I think a lot of guys, they just put their tongue there like, and they think every girl is going to like it. And because, like I said, my turn on his hands, it has to be such a fantastic oral sex on me for me to be turned on so one time that i'm never gonna forget this was the hottest one for sure was last year i was in my boyfriend's home and he was not a morning sex person by the way funny enough but every once in a while we would do morning sex because he knew i loved it so i was laying in his bed 
um, in the morning. And I love it, you know, when you're just waking up and you're a little soft and mushy. And we started kissing and everything. And I was literally laying flat on his bed. And picture him, all of a sudden, he was like on his knees, looking at my body and touching my body all over with his hands. So at this point, I'm like so, so horny and so turned on. And of course, he puts his hand all over my pussy because he knew it's my favorite thing in the world. And then all of a sudden, he was on his knees, so he bends his face down there without asking, without anything, and he gives me this huge lick, like a slurp, like, Ugh. if you guys can picture that, without asking me anything, he opened my vagina with his hand and just licks there so fast, like without asking, and then he stands up again, like on his knees, and that scene, that moment, I am never going to forget, because nobody did that, you know, unexpectedly, like, I'm just going to take it, and I'm going to do it. And then he went back, to, he started kissing me and we had sex. And of course, I came like probably under two minutes for sure. So these are the things that turned me on. And I always talk about that on the podcast. And I did talk about that on the previous episode when I was interviewing Melanie Curtin, the sex coach and sex researcher from Stanford. A lot of people are embarrassed to tell their partners what is it that turned them on. So you're having sex and there are certain things that would make you feel more excited or make you come faster or things that you want to try. And because you're embarrassed of communicating, they're just in your head. So what I suggest is, especially if you're having sex with somebody you trust, somebody you like, somebody you're dating, you're appreciating, which was the case with me and, and this boyfriend and all my partners, by the way, because by the time I go to bed with someone, I have to really, really, really like them. So what I'll say to you is, Leave your inhibitions at home. Leave your embarrassment behind because the more you tell your partner what you like, the more you tell your partner what turns you on, the better your sex is going to be. So don't be shy. Speak up. And it's so delicious. Even when you're in bed, it's such foreplay. If you're telling them what you like and asking them to tell you what they like, and I mean, that's my non-expert advice, but you know what? It always works for me because I have to say the few relationships that I've had, I always have amazing, incredible sex with my partners. And I really believe it's because I am very open telling them what I like. And I, I think they feel comfortable with me telling me what they like. So try it out, guys. No, no sex in silence. That's like just super boring. Okay, next question. I have a bunch of sex questions. What was my worst experience in bed ever? I will tell you guys because now I really laugh about it. It's funny as hell, but at, when it happened, it, it was so awful. Oh my God. What are my biggest turn on, turns on, on and off on a date? And if I have any fantasies I haven't fulfilled in bed? Yes, absolutely. And do I think the size of the guy's dick matters? Dun, 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 dun. I'm going to take a super quick break and I'm going to come back to answer all of these questions and more. This is a hot, spicy can on the loose. I hope you're being turned on. If you're with your partner, grab him, grab her, go have hot sex after that. And if you're alone, I hope you have your Prazeri sex toys, the sexiest sex toys in the universe. And you know what? get it on, get your O's after the episode. I know I'm going to do it because just talking about all of that is totally turning on, I swear to God. As I was saying, and if you guys are new to sex on the loose, cat on the loose, maybe you never heard of Prazeris sex toys. 
Prazeres means pleasures in Portuguese. I created the sex toy brand a few months ago because, as you guys know, I really, really, really want to normalize women, men, everyone on this planet using sex toys alone or with their partners and uh, seeking a happy, healthy, fulfilling sex life. Of course, we're talking about consenting adults here, and it's mind-boggling to me that this day and age, we cannot talk about sex openly. If you open Instagram, you open social media, you can buy medication to lose weight, you can buy medication to sleep, you can, can buy antidepressants, you can buy alcohol, you can buy all kinds of shit that are really bad for you. Let's not even talk about fast food and uh, the obesity ep epidemic. But when you talk about, you know what? Let's have more sex. Let's have orgasms, which really is one of the best antidepressants, natural antidepressants in nature. You get banned, it's dirty, it's awful, you're not supposed to do it. Totally mind-boggling, right? So I started Prazeres, P-R-A-Z-E-R-E-S, toys, uh, to bring you super, super sexy, discreet, hot, powerful sex toys we like calling them weapons of mass pleasure a lot of them are miniature so hot for travel you guys gotta check out the little lipstick vibrator the bullet necklace vibrator i took my little cherry massager everywhere i went this summer all my girlfriends are in love with the cherry massager you guys have no idea what a relaxing fabulous massager it is you can do it alone you can do it in your bathtub it's waterproof Guys, you can get the cherry and massage your partner with your cherry all over. They are going to go crazy. So check it out. Go to prazeristoys.com or on uh, Instagram, prazeristoys. Get your toys and use code SUMMERFUN until Labor Day for a super special discount and free gift. And check out and get your orgasms. You know, most women in the world and all the girls that I've ever interviewed would love to introduce sex toys in bed and a lot of them are embarrassed to telling their partners about it. So guys, let's just do it. Have some fun. And as summer is dwindling, a lot of us are gearing up for fall. And I always mention that there are so many incredible events coming up, right? Formula One Las Vegas for the first time in November. How fantastic is that? And then we have all the holiday season travels. We have award season in January, Coachella, all that good stuff that you got to plan ahead of time. Make sure you guys go to Privé LA, top luxury concierge and travel reservation services in the world. They helped me with all my travel reservations. They have amazing, amazing short-term rent, term rentals, by the way, all over the United States and the world. If you want to travel, if you want to do a photo shoot, if you want to film something for corporate events, their houses are absolutely incredible. And if you guys need help with travel plans they make all the reservations for you worldwide transportation and as i was saying if you love sports like me i'm actually on my way to las vegas tomorrow to bring you don't forget to check out my instagram we are going to show you first look on the racing track that is being built in las vegas the paddock area the vip areas it's going to be amazing and if you guys want to be there in the middle of the fun with us in november get your tickets accommodations transportation through pre-vla luxury concierge it's p-r-i-v-e-e-l-a luxury concierge 
on Instagram and privela.com, P-R-I-V-E-E-L-A.com. Send them a message, info at privela, or send them a DM on Instagram for all your travel needs, all events, sports events, and especially if you want to join us, Formula One Las Vegas coming up. It's going to be incredible. And now the bikini season is going to be behind us. We are going to gear up for fall and nothing more delicious than cozy, amazing, comfy sweats. So check out the love collection on Girlia La Mode, fashion for all, building a worldwide community for body positivity, self-love and inclusion. Hashtag everybody is beautiful. The love sweatshirts are so cute, adorable hoodies, long sleeves t-shirts, and of course, one of my favorites, the organic reusable love tote bag. Amazing, affordable, conscious gifts for fall, for your loved ones, for yourself. Check it out, girlyalamode.com, girlyalamode.shopping, and on Instagram, girlyalamode. Okay, let's go back. A lot of sex questions here. We are in the middle of a heat wave here in Los Angeles, California, but I'm telling you, I'm getting hot, hot, hotter here. I will definitely use one of my Prazeris toys after I'm done recording this podcast. Because you know what? Having O's is so good for your body, mind and soul. It's so relaxing. It's distressful. I cannot believe it's such taboo that we talk about it. And when girls talk about it, we're labeled like, oh my God, she's a whore. The other day, a client of one of my friends snooped around my social media and he saw me talking about the vibrator, the bunny. And he's like, oh... I can't believe she's selling dildos. Call it whatever you want. Why not? It's so healthy. It's so much fun. It's such an important part of being an adult and being fulfilled sexually. It blows my mind that people think that it's a big deal. But anyhow, let's keep going. Uh, have you ever had threesomes? The answer is yes. Honestly, I am not turned on by women at all. It's not my fault first thing that I want to do in the world. It's not my favorite thing to do in the world at all, but I do know that it's the top fantasy of many, many, many men as it was of one of my partners that I was with and he wanted to do it. And I was like, okay, let's do it. And I did it for him. Like I said, this is what turned me on because it was something my guy wanted. Would I do it again? It depends if I was like, you know, in a, a a great relationship again or when I will be in a great relationship again that I feel so comfortable with my partner um I might I don't know it's not really my thing but I also don't think it's a big deal fulfilling a fantasy for your partner to me it was like okay why not uh do I think the size of the guy's dick matters I think it matters in terms I don't think the biggest is always the best. I think this is something very personal and I know guys obsess about it. Obviously, you grow up comparing the size of your dick to the size of other guys' dicks and it's not always the size. I know some girls love huge dicks. Some girls think huge dicks hurt. So I think it varies girl to girl to girl. For me, yes, of course, we want to have a big, delicious dick, not huge, we also don't want to have a teeny, teeny, tiny one. But I think most women on the planet would agree with me that more important than the perfect size is actually working well. 
like being delicious, being trim, being clean, being amazing. And you know what? Getting hard because I've been with guys and I know most women in the world and all my friends have been with guys that like it's the biggest disappointment in the world because once they get you to bed, like, you know, maybe they're too drunk or they're too nervous or they don't know what to do and all this stuff that they should figure out before. So I think, yeah, a nice size is ideally what we all want but mostly a dick that works and is very delicious when it's fucking us. And in my case, because I love a blowjob, if my guy lets me give him a bunch of blowjobs, that's all I need. And I'm happy. What was my worst experience in bed ever? I think I talked about it in a previous episode, but I I honestly don't even remember if I talked about it on the podcast or with my girlfriends, but I made the mistake of going on a date with a guy. Um, The first date was incredible, but I kind of knew he was a player. So the second date, I went to his house, which was a big mistake. And he ordered this really nice dinner, blah, 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 blah. And uh, he lived way up in the Malibu mountains, which is super dark, very difficult to get in and out of at night. And I made the mistake of drinking a lot of wine during dinner. And then after dinner, he started pressuring the shit out of me to take gummies, you know, pot gummies. I have nothing against gummies. I have nothing against pot. I have nothing against drugs. I think it's a personal choice. But... I haven't done pot or anything in so long. It's just not my thing. And I don't like the effect of it on me. But he was pressuring me so much. Finally, I caved in. And I think I ate like one little gummy. And I start getting so like crazy and dizzy and laughing uncontrollably. Before I knew he was kissing me, he took me from the kitchen to his bedroom. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't, you know, when you're really not into it and you know you're doing something wrong and I didn't want to have sex with him at all, much less on the second date. And we basically started, he took his, uh, we started kissing and everything and we took his pants down and he had a big dick, really big. And I started laughing uncontrollably, uncontrollably. And obviously I offended him because he was like, what the fuck is going on? Why are you laughing like that? And obviously it was the drugs mixed with alcohol and I couldn't stop laughing. And he tossed me in bed. Uh, he, we had sex super, super quickly. He threw a towel for me to clean up. He's like, oh, don't move. I don't want you to get my, my bed dirty. No, no, no. It was so awkward. It was so awful. And I was so high. There was no in hell I could run away and get out of his house in the middle of the dark, in the middle of the Malibu mountains at late at night. So I was like, fuck, I got to sleep here with this guy. (laughs) So it was the longest night of my life. I took naps. I kept drinking tons and tons of water, trying to sober up. And then finally, really early in the morning, I left. And needless to say, we never saw each other again. He called, texted me, but I never even wanted to respond. I never wanted to say it was a huge mistake. Lesson learned. Note to self and to all of you. If you just met someone and they invite you to go to their house on a second date, I would say don't go. Yeah, unless you really want to just go and have a one night stand. But like in my case, if you're like me and you don't like one night stands, you don't like quick sex because it was a huge mistake. Obviously, everything was all set up to kind of like trap, quote unquote, me there. And it was a big mistake on my part, agreeing to do something that I know 
I was uncomfortable doing. Now I laugh about it because it was definitely an absurd situation. The guy was like naked in the middle of his bed, and like, why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? I'm like, oh my God, I don't know. I'm just so high. But anyways, yeah, so don't do it. Don't, don't let anybody peer pressure you into doing something you don't feel comfortable doing. I think it's really lame when guys do that. Total, total douche, total douche. And girls, yeah, be on your turf until you get to know the guy better, until you're comfortable, until you know it's something you really want to do. Don't make the same stupid mistake as I did. Um, what were my big, what would be my biggest turn on and biggest turn off on a date? Biggest turn on, very easy. I freaking love, I'm a sucker for an old fashioned gentleman. The guy that plans the whole date, that picks up an amazing place, that picks me up at home or opens doors and knows how to order wine, you know, like small gestures. I love, love that because I think etiquette and being a gentleman is such a dying art. There are so many dudes out there. It makes me wonder how the hell your mom's raising you. They don't think about any of that. They walk in front of the girl, you know, they, they let her get in and out of the car. They say, hey, whatever you want. You know, I, I, I really love, love small gestures. So that's very easy for me. Major etiquette, old fashioned gentleman. And the biggest turn off, and it's something that happens a lot. And I talk to my girlfriends and they agree. And I think I'm going to risk saying maybe because of the dating app culture that everything is so fast. But let me give you an example. A little while ago, I went on a date with this guy and my friends introduced me to him. Super successful, very handsome, wealthy, nice, intelligent, la, 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 fit all the characteristics. So we talked for weeks and weeks and finally went on a date. He picked a really nice restaurant. Everything was going amazing. Great conversation. He ordered wine, food. Everything was flowing super well. We talked a lot about my life, his life, everything. So at the end of the dinner, we get up to leave and he's like, let me walk you to your car. So I'm like, wow, amazing, right? What a gentleman. And then we get to my car and I'm, I say, bye, thank you for the lovely evening. And he's like, come here, let me kiss you. And I was like, and I go and I give him my chick, right? Because I just met him. And he's like, oh, come on, give me a kiss on the lips. I said, sorry, but we just met. We had an amazing night. I don't feel like kissing you right now. We just met. And we had already talked about going on a second date, by the way. And then he's like, well, at least give me something. And I said, sorry, what do you mean? Yeah, give me something. We just had a three-hour dinner. And I got in my car and like, okay, good night. Have a lovely evening. And I, I thought, okay, the shoe just dropped. Give me something. I guess the guy felt, um, you gave me a great dinner. You got to at least give me a kiss. Total douche. And a lot of men behave like that. So what is the turnoff? When they want something too quickly. Giving you a date doesn't give you the right to expect like a kiss, any kind of kiss at the end of the night. And some dudes are, are worse. I've had instances that I was on a date and my friends the same. And like we're literally sitting, getting to know each other, having a drink. And the dude is like touching my arm and touching my legs and touching my you know, my, my hand, try to grab my hand. And I'm, I'm, and I'm thinking, we're just having a drink. I'm just trying to get to know you. It's a little too much. And most girls are like me. You know, it's too much too soon. And to me, that's a huge turn off. You can be doing everything else right. If you start being too touchy-feely, like the minute I meet you, like, are you fucking kidding me? I want to know who you are first. Let's create a connection. Let's go on a few dates, one, two, three, whatever. Most girls 
don't like that. To me, that's like a, a major, major turnoff. And one more, and I also think most girls agree with me, if you and, and I know guys think that's a big turnoff as well. So that goes for both sexes. If you go on a date with someone and they start talking about their ex, that's like such a red flag. Obviously, it means they're not ready to date someone else, but it's just so fucking rude and inconsiderate. You know, oh, my ex, la, 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 la. And she looked like that and she did that and he did that. And uh, so when you go on a date, refrain from talking too much from your exes. Focus on the date, on that person, because that's like such a huge turnoff. Yeah. Okay, two more. Um, any fantasies I haven't fulfilled in bed? I probably have a few that I would like to fulfill with the right partner. Nothing to cray-cray, but I think I would like maybe to be tied up in bed with my partner that I trusted very much because I like to feel dominated in my intimate life. I guess because my my business life, I'm always in charge. I'm always in control. I'm the owner of my business. I'm the boss. No, 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 no. In my intimate life with my guy, I love when he tells me what to do. I love, love it when he tells me all his fantasies, his wishes, uh, what he wants me to do in bed. And if he controlled me somehow, either very strongly with his hands or tied my hands or something and told me what to do, to me, it would be a huge turn on, and I have not done that. I did talk about it, I think, with my ex-boyfriend. I'm not sure. Well, we did talk about using sex toys in bed, which I totally would love to do. I did that once with a guy that I was dating, and it was a huge turn on. I, he told me to use my vibrator. I started using my vibrator, and, and he got super horny. So I think that that's the two major ones for me. Nothing too kinky. I never had like a lot. I never had sex in public ever. So I think I would be game for trying that, something spicy like that, maybe in a restroom, maybe in the car, a little action. For some reason, I tend to attract shy partners. All the men I usually have are kind of shy and reserved in bed, which is really cool, but I would like maybe, maybe to spice it up a notch because I think that's really cool. And you guys keep sending me yours. I have a long list of your fantasies. I will totally do an episode with the top sex fantasies in general men and women have all over the world. And last but not least, this is a question I get a lot and it's an important question. How do I deal with criticism? And I know it's hard saying that. Easier said than done, but you need to grow thick skin. Whatever it is that you're doing, in my case, my work is very public, right? I act, I model, I do the podcast, I'm giving voice to thousands and thousands and thousands of women and men all over the world to talk about sex. I sell sex toys, I publish on Instagram. I understand I need a partner who has a very strong personality who is very confident who is proud of my work and knows the difference between my private life which is total opposite of my work and my work but the people that criticize me honestly they don't know anything about me so if they call me a whore if they call me a promiscuous if they call me any name i honestly don't care and i laugh because I think it's very funny if you criticize somebody you don't even know. And I talk about that on the podcast and I talk about that on my social media all the time. Whatever it is that you're doing, whatever it is the work that you're doing, the way you dress, anything that makes you happy, the only person's opinion you should care about are the people that love you in your inner circle and the people that pays your bills. Like my mom used to joke, in my case, it's me. So I don't really care. 
my best friends, the people that I uh, socialize with, the the men that I I do have re- had relationships with, they know me. So I honestly, honestly don't care. So how do I deal with criticism? I brush it off and I laugh because no matter what you do in the world, there will always be people that criticize you. If you wear too many clothes, you're a prude. If you don't wear enough clothes, you're a whore. If you talk about sex, you're a prostitute. If you don't talk about sex, you have issues. So no matter what we do, there's always going to be people that buy popcorn, sit on the front row to watch you fail. Those are the people that should be fueled to your fire to keep going and believing in yourself. I've been in this industry on and off my entire life. So I have super thick skin. And I like nowadays the way my life is that my circle of friends is very tiny and very private. And they know me and they're very supportive of me. So I'm not going to stop going. And I say that to whoever it is that I'm going to date. If somebody's going to be my partner, they need to be completely supportive. Because at the end of the day, we need to normalize women being able to do whatever it is that they want in the world. Especially if they're making their own money, they're independent. We want a partner to complement our lives. We don't want a partner to pay our bills anymore. That's bullshit. All of you sugar babies out there are wasting your fucking time selling yourself short and no dude is going to respect you in the long term. Get out there, make your own money, find your passion and go for it. So if you're feeling criticized by anything, those of you that send me this question, yeah, brush it off. Ignore it. Why do you give a fuck about somebody that doesn't even know you is going to say about your life? Keep going. Keep going. Follow your dreams. Life is short. We need to be happy. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you have a safe, amazing Labor Day weekend. And I am coming back. I'm taking a break next week for Labor Day. And I'm coming back for the second half of this year, right? October, November, December with amazing guests and amazing stories. This is like always 100% organic, never edited, never scripted. Love you.